Hey guys, welcome back to Trucking Through the Bible. We're going to jump into 2 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 4. 2 Corinthians 3 and 2 Corinthians 4. I'm just going to read right through the midst of them. Paul goes on and he starts saying, Do we begin again to commend ourselves? Or do we need, as some others, epistles of commendation to you or letters of commendation from you? You are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read by all men. Clearly, you are an epistle of Christ, ministered by us, written not with ink, but by the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of flesh, that is, of the heart. <clears throat> He's saying, you are our commendation. You are the epistle that would commend us and what we've done. We're not like the other teachers who have come in and tried to lead you astray or away from Christ, back through the law, away from the liberty that is in Jesus. <clears throat> Those men need epistles, somebody to write or tell you that they are they are worthy or they are can be trusted. But you, Paul is saying, you, the church in Corinth, are our commendation our our epistle he's saying all you have to do is look at the product of the church it's a reflection of its leadership he's saying we don't need somebody to write to you and tell you that we're faithful i mean look at you look at yourselves look at what's going on there he says that we have such trust through christ toward god not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves But our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills, but the spirit gives life. But if the ministry of death written and engraved on stones was glorious, so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, How will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? For if the ministry of condemnation had glory, the ministry of the righteousness exceeds much more in glory. For even what was made glorious had not had no glory in this respect because of the glory that excels. For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. Of course, he's referring to the fact when Moses was up on the mountain for 40 days, 80 days, getting the Ten Commandments and uh, <clears throat> sitting face to face with uh, what's known as a Christophany or a... Uh, An appearance of God himself in the flesh or the Lord Jesus in the flesh before he actually came born of a virgin who uh, took on the form of flesh personally I believe that's who Moses was up there communing with and sitting face to face with but he, anyway when he came down his face was shining and glowing from the uh, as a reflection of the glory of God that he had been in the presence of for 40 80 days And when he came down, it shocked the people. And it, uh, for whatever reason, Moses was uncomfortable about it. So he ended up, he would veil his face. Um, 
Paul says we are we are not ashamed of that uh, of the glory that is in Christ now he's saying he goes on to say but their minds of course he's now he's referring to the, the Israelites themselves now or in his time in Paul's time but their minds were blinded for until this day the same veil remains unlifted unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ but even to this day when Moses is read a veil lies on their heart and even to this day in October of 2020 the same veil still lies on the hearts of the people of Israel right now if they would turn to their Messiah Jesus and stop looking for some Messiah to come if they would turn to the true Messiah the one that is referenced hundreds of times in the Old Testament then the veil would be turned would be would be removed they'd see it in the writings of Moses nevertheless when one turns to the Lord the veil is taken away now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the Lord therefore since we have this ministry as we have received mercy we do not lose heart but we have renounced the hidden things of shame not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully which is something that the rabbis in Israel now when they are teaching See, they, they they're doing it the way Paul is saying he they don't do that anymore <clears throat> walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully but by manifestation of the truth commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God but even if our gospel is veiled it is veiled to those who are perishing whose minds the God of this age of course being Satan has blinded who do not believe lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ who is the image of God should shine on them Christ is the image of God we have that reference in Hebrews the book of Hebrews says he is the express image he said Paul goes on to say for we do not preach ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your bond servants for Jesus sake for it is the god who for it is the god who commanded light to shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of god in the face of jesus christ but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that is the knowledge he's talking about the knowledge of the messiah the knowledge of jesus christ being the messiah he says we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence and the power may be of God and not of us not by wisdom of man not by the strength of the arm it's not by heritage but by God right it says we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed we are perplexed but not in despair persecuted but not forsaken we're struck down but not destroyed always carrying about in a body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body for we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus sake 
that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believe and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace having spread through the many may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and 4. This has been Trucking Through the Bible. My name is Colby and I hope you're blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you.